Hello and welcome to the Blues Guitar Show podcast with me, Ben Martin, from thebluesguitarshow.com. Happy New Year, everybody. It is, of course, 2023. Apologies, this is coming out ever so slightly late. Um, I had a little bit of an illness uh, carrying over from last year, Um, but I'm finally feeling better, uh, which is great. First day back in the gym today. Uh, first few days back playing guitar, back at work, everything back to normal. So that's really, really cool. Um, but had a great time over the festive period. It was amazing to see New York, incredible city, great to hang out with some old friends and uh, yeah, had a good time. Hope everybody else had a good time. Now, one of the things that I like to do with the guys that I teach is start the year by setting some goals uh, over the ne- for over the next 12 months. Now, these aren't kind of goals of things that I want to be able to, you know, I want you to be able to achieve, you know, this by this time, or I want you to be able to play this solo by March. Um, it's much more kind of mapping out what it is we're going to be working on over the next, um, over the next 12 months. What kinds of things, what techniques are we, you know, really honing in on? Because guitar playing is a really tricky one because it's a very difficult thing to kind of quantify. If you were, say, uh, weightlifting or running or, you know, any kind of sporting a- activity within reason, you can probably realistically say, I want to be able to do, you know, I want to be able to run uh, a 5K in this time by, by this date. Uh, I want to be able to lift this many weights, you know, by this date. Um, I want to be able to add this much to my whatever by this time. Uh, It's much easier to quantify, but guitar playing is way more kind of fluid than that and transitional. And it's it's difficult to kind of think about in those terms. If your goal is I want to be a good improviser or I want to play better solos, you know, firstly, that's subjective to some degree, um, but also it's very hard to measure. So what we want to do is sit down and kind of go, Okay, it's the start of another 12 month period. Uh, within this 12 months, what are the main things that we want to be working on and how can we make sure that all of those improve by, a, uh, you know, by a kind of given percentage? So what we're going to talk about today is what you should be setting as goals, how to stick to your goals, uh, practical things um, that you need to be thinking about, what you're going to practically be doing and how to recognize the progress that you're making. And I think if you've got all of these things kind of in the back of your mind throughout your practice over the next 12 months, it's going to make an absolute world of difference. You're really going to feel like, okay, I'm on a pathway to something. You know, I'm going from where I am to where I want to be, or certainly closer to where I want to be, um, in all these different kind of areas. So we're going to start off by setting what I think are realistic goals, uh, giving you ideas of what you can set as goals for yourself, uh, managing your expectations, and of course, learning how to recognise the progress. So the first one, what to set as your goals. Now, as I say, this is a tricky thing with guitar, but I think when you're setting your goals, you can start off as obtuse and as lofty as you like. So for example, if you wanted to say, if one of your goals was, I want to be a better improviser, that's great. That's a great goal. Um, I think it's something that we should all be aspiring for throughout the whole period of our guitar playing, Uh, all be a better improviser. But try and break that down a little bit. What do you mean by I want to be a better improviser? You know, I want to be able to sit down with people and I want to be able to just play. Um, when I'm playing along with them, just, you know, 
I want to be able to recognise what key I'm in, know what the scale is, and I want to just play something that sounds musical. And you go, great, okay, so cool. So your goal in there should be, I want to be able to recognise what key a song is in. You know, that could be a goal. Uh, I want to be able to uh, understand what scale works in what key. You know, that could be a good goal. So when you're thinking about goals, think about what is your kind of overarching goal and then what can you break that down into? So another example could be, um, I want to be able to write a song. Go, okay, cool. That's a really good goal. Um, think about practically what, what's involved in that that you want to be able to do. You know, I want to be able to write a chord sequence. I want to understand how chord sequences are written. You go, okay, cool. That's a good goal. So you can, you can work on that. That gives you a kind of specific thing that you can hone down on and you can work on. Um, or what else goes into writing a song? You know, it could be something like, I want to be able to write good melodies. And you go, okay, cool. How do you write good melodies? Where do good melodies come from? Well, they come from knowing, you know, scale degrees and having a good idea of what intervals are. And you go, okay, cool. Yep. So a good thing would be learn some scales, make sure you know what the intervals are, you know. And there we can sort of start to see how we can take these lofty, uh, difficult to measure goals and we can kind of shrink them down a little bit into things that are a bit more practical. You know, you can quite easily in a few months time go, okay, cool. I said I wanted to learn some scales. How many scales have I learned? You know, how many can I um, play in different areas on the fretboard? You know, you can start to kind of break these down into smaller, more manageable things. So in terms of what to set yourself as goals, I think, I think you should set yourself five goals. I think you should set yourself one goal that has to do with something physical. The physical goal that I think you should set should be something like uh, technique. So that could be finger picking, it could be travis picking, it could be alternate picking, it could be your fretting hand technique, uh, using your little finger. I mean, that's a big one for a lot of guys that I teach, you know, really getting used to using your little finger. Um, but I think something practical, maybe bending is another one for a lot of people, uh, vibrato, anything like that. Set yourself a practical goal. The second one, set yourself a harmonic goal. Now that one sounds a little bit difficult, doesn't it? Set yourself a harmonic goal. What I mean by that is uh, a goal that involves chords and harmony. So this might be um, transposing different chords across the fretboard. It might be as simple as recognising the difference between major and minor chords. It might be being able to build chords off of notes without having to know the shape. So, for example, learning that a major triad is one, three, five, and then going, okay, cool. What's the one, three, five in a key? Okay, let's say G. What's the one? Okay, the one is a G. What's the three? It's a B. Okay, what's the um, what's the five? It's a D. And, oh, okay, cool. I've made a G chord. You know, that kind of thing. Uh, but I say set yourself a harmonic goal because it's really going to help your theory understanding. And this is kind of your theory goal, if you like. But we call it a harmonic goal because I want it to remain musical uh, and less kind of like you're going to be sitting down with a book sight reading. Um, so set yourself a, a harmonic goal, uh, something like that. So two out of our five goals, we've got the physical one and the harmonic one. The third one would be a fretboard recognition goal. Now, I think we all have the same goal when it comes to fretboard recognition. We want to be able to understand and uh, know what all of the notes across the whole neck are. And it's a really, really important skill to spend some real time working on because it's going to help everything else. Um, 
you know, if you want to be a good improviser, if you want to play good solos, if you want to write your own songs, you're going to need to know um, this stuff. You're going to need to know where the notes are on the fretboard. So set yourself a goal to learn as much as you can about the notes on the fretboard. Now, if you're starting out and you're more of a beginner, that might just be learning the notes on one string or you can take a different approach and you can learn where all the G notes are, for example, on your neck. Can you find seven different G notes? Can you find seven different A notes? Um, if you've been playing for a little while and you're kind of, you got the lie of the land with the kind of E string and the A string, but you still get to a point where you, you put your finger on a note and you kind of go, okay, what's that note? And you kind of work your way, you know, work out backwards or use the kind of octave method to work out uh, based on the top two strings, what note you're on. It's a really good idea to try and take one lick and transpose it to a bunch of different areas. Um, I actually went through this with one of my students today. Um, it's a really good idea. Take a simple lick, something like this. And then just say, okay, cool. Here I'm in the key of A, starting on the third. C sharp. Where else have I got a C sharp? I've got one here. Okay, cool. So that's a different area I can play it in. I can play it up here. I can play it here, I play it here. And there's a bunch of different areas all over the neck that you can play the same lick. And that's really going to help open up the fretboard to you. So third goal, learn your fretboard. That's a good example of a, a kind of practical exercise you can do to, to do that. Another one would be that finding all of the notes, so finding all the Gs. You know, can you find all the Gs and how quickly can you do it? Um... Another one that you can do is you can play a random lick. So say you go something like that. Sounds nice. You go, okay, cool. Now I'm going to work out what every single note I played is. And you can start here and you go, okay, cool. My first note is a, an A, but I'm actually bending that up a whole tone. So I'm bending that up um, to, a, to a B. So A up to B. And then I'm hitting this note here, which is a D. So I'm going... You know, and you can work out every single note that you played. Um, and you can do the same thing with solos that you know, famous solos. Um, just work out what all of those notes are. It's, it's all going to help kind of build that connection that you want between your brain and your fingers and what's happening on the neck. Because uh, it's not, it's, it's one of those things that it's, you really have to put some work into learning the fretboard. And it sounds tedious and difficult, but it is, it's kind of, I think it's the hurdle that people find it, you know, they get stuck at. You know, they've been playing for maybe five, six years. Um, and because they haven't put their little bit of kind of extra work into this one thing, they find they just hit a block that's, you know, they sort of plateau at. Uh, and a lot of people stay there forever. And really, it's just it is just a little bit of work you got put in for that. So the third one is a fretboard recognition goal. The fourth one is improvisation. And it's linked heavily to the third one. But I'd say every time you pick up your guitar, you should try and do some work on improvisation. And I know that a lot of people just pick up your guitar and you go straight into, you know, cowboy chord songs that you've been playing for 30 years. And there's nothing wrong with that, nothing wrong with that at all. But every time you pick up your guitar, try and just have a little bit of free play um, and just, just whittle. Just play around. Uh, playing with backing tracks is another fantastic way of practicing your improvisation. But really, the best thing is to play with people. If you can play with a person, somebody else, 
um, that's strumming a few chords and you just go, okay, I'm just going to try some stuff. I'm just going to try out playing a bit of a solo. Um, try and choose, you know, keys and scales that you're comfortable with when you're doing that. Uh, and somebody that you're comfortable with, because you're going to probably uh, mess up in front of them a few times. But, you know, that's to be expected and it's important. Um, so really work on that improvisation. I think with improvisation, you're going to find that everything goes into it. Because essentially, it's the most difficult thing that we do as as guitarists uh, or as musicians, um, you know, because it's it's off the cuff writing, isn't it? It's the most tricky thing that we do, uh, but everything feeds into it. The more that you have worked on your fretboard knowledge, the better your improvisation is going to be. The more you've worked on your harmony and you know what goes into each chord, the better your improvisation is going to be. You know, the more you've worked on your physical goals. Um, and you've got a bunch, you know, a whole bag of techniques on your back um, and under your belt, you know, the better your improvisation is going to be. The more scales that you know, the better it's going to be. So it kind of just everything feeds into that improvisation. And that's why it's one of the really, really key ones. And it is the most difficult one to kind of uh, quantify, but we'll get onto that in a minute. Uh, and the fifth one, the fifth one you want to be working on is a song list. I think at the beginning of every year, it's great to make a list of songs that you want to learn. Not only does it give you some kind of focus when you've been playing for a little while and you're sort of halfway through the year and you think, oh, I don't know what else to learn. You can go back to it and go, OK, at the beginning of the year, I said I wanted to learn these 10 songs or, you know, maybe 30 songs, whatever it is, uh, set list for a gig that you want to play. Um, but have those have that set list written out and write out a bunch of songs and you can be ambitious with it. You know, pick ones that are going to challenge you. Uh, pick ones that are difficult for specific reasons. If you really want to work on your finger picking, then choose a Tommy Emanuel song um, or, you know, uh, choose a Mike Dawes tune. Uh, if you really want to work on your sort of flat picking, you know, find some difficult bluegrass tab. Um, and, you can, you know, with the Internet, you can find this stuff all over the place. And it's it's never been easier to find kind of tabs and, and written music. Uh, so choose a list of songs and basically start cracking on them, start working on them. And it will give you something to refer back to and it will give you some direction to your playing for the year. So our five goals that we're going to set, we're going to have one physical, one harmonic, one fretboard recognition, one improvisation and a song list. I think that will stand you in really, really good stead in terms of goals for the year going forwards. Now, in terms of how to stick to your goals, this is a little bit trickier. Now, it's important to have these goals because it gives you the kind of focus and uh, idea of where it is you want to be. These are the things that you want to accomplish. These are the things you want to be able to do or be better at. Um, the tricky thing, how to stick to them, is this, this, this is how we create our pathway that gets us from point A to point B. We want to make a pathway. Now, I've never really been a fan of um, these hyper kind of written out practice plans um i have done them before and i think they can be useful for some people and for some some guys i teach i do do them uh, but they're kind of like you, you know you're going to spend six minutes on this followed by two minutes on this and you know i think it's all a bit um cold and unmusical uh, and it also doesn't allow very much room for sort of fun um because of course you don't always want to sit down with your guitar and start with you know exactly 35 seconds of scales and then you know write down in a little book what tempo you were doing it at that day you know it's all, it's all a bit cold and impractical so I think in terms of how to stick to them 
what you want to do is just create check-ins throughout the year. Uh, and I would recommend probably doing these once a month. And you can you can utilize what you've got written down already. You can go, okay, cool. Uh, am I working on anything from my song list yet? You know, have I done any work on the fretboard recognition? Have I done any work on harmony? Uh, how is my physical playing coming along? Um, have I, you know, used any of this to try and improve my improvisation? And you can kind of get a gauge on how you're doing. Um, so that would be a good way of how to stick to the goals that you have in terms of creating a pathway to actually make it there. What I would say is you want to work through your goals backwards. So I'd say start with the song list and then everything else you can do, you can actually extrapolate from one of the songs in your song list. So say that you've got a song in the song list. Um, let's say uh, Layla by Clapton. You know, that's the song that you'll you'll want to work on from your song list straight away. You go, OK, cool. Um, you can use that for your fretboard knowledge. You go, OK, cool. What happens? How do I transpose Layla, you know, down a down a tone? You know, that's a good way of working on your fretboard knowledge. Or is there another way that I can play this? You know, this riff. You go, OK, cool. What note am I starting on there? I'm, I'm starting on an F sharp. So where else have I got an F sharp? OK, so I've got an F sharp here. You go, oh, okay, cool. There's a different area that I can play the same riff in. You know, it sounds exactly the same. You just play it there. Um, so that's a really good exercise to help with your fretboard knowledge. And then, of course, the harmony, you can work out exactly what all these chords are. You kind of go, okay, there's a chord. And later, you're like, oh, what's this? You're go, okay, cool. That's a... Okay, that's a minor seven flat five you know you can work out what each individual note in that chord is and then what the chord itself is and of course lots of the songs that we're going to work on are going to help our physical goals as well you know if you want to if your physical goal is that you want to work on your finger picking then choose some finger picking songs for your song list if you want to work on you know really fast alternate picking then choose some songs that have solos that use really fast alternate picking um and if you're one of the uh one of the little finger dudes who's trying to get their little finger on their fretting hand in there. Um, pretty much any song, you can just change the way that you finger stuff. So you work backwards from your song list, and that's really going to help you stick to the goals and achieve them. Now, lastly, in terms of recognising the progress that you've made, this is going to come from our monthly kind of check-ins, or the check-ins that you do throughout the year. Uh, and of course, don't forget that your song list is probably going to build throughout the year. You're probably going to hear new stuff or meet new people or, you know, get new gigs and you're going to have to find new stuff to play and it will continually build. But you can use your original song list that you wrote out uh, to kind of give you a gauge on how you're doing. You kind of go, OK, I've learned, let's say, let's say I had 10 songs in my song list. Uh, have I learned two of them, you know, in the first six months of the year? Or have I learned four of them in the first six months of the year? Or have I done all of them in the first six months of the year? That will probably tell you how much guitar practice you're doing and how practical that kind of practice is in terms of ensuring your progress. But the main point with all of this stuff is that you just want to basically, you you want to set yourself up for success across the next 12 months. And it's just a good way of setting some goals, setting yourself up for success and giving yourself the ability to really enjoy your guitar playing. Now, of course, work and life and stuff gets in everyone's kind of way when it comes to this. I know that I'm very lucky that um, playing guitar is my job, so I get to spend all week doing it. But most people, by a long way, don't. Um, so be realistic with these. You know, if you're realistically, if you've got a really busy year or a really demanding job or, you know, you find it really tough to get time in to play guitar, then, you know, you can have a much smaller song list. You know, you can have three songs on your song list. 
Um, but as long as there's something, you know, they're, they're songs that you want to learn and are going to challenge you and you're going to get a great sense of accomplishment from being able to play. You know, what you want to do is you want to look back uh, in January 2024 and go, oh, yeah, last year I never thought I'd be able to play the solo from this song. And look, now I can do it. You know, that's how you kind of really measure this stuff and what's really powerful about it. So I hope that was useful, everybody. Uh, Happy New Year again. Don't forget, if you find this stuff useful, you can always buy me a coffee using the buy me a coffee link in the show notes below. Follow me on Instagram at Blues Guitar Show podcast. Head over to thebluesguitarshow.com for any of my other cool stuff. Or if you're interested in private sessions, I've got a couple of spaces this year uh, to take on a couple of new online students. So if you're interested in having online one-on-one sessions, um, I think, to be honest, that is the that is the key to getting the most progress. Um, I think Taylor, Taylor made one, one-on-one sessions. They don't have to be every week. You can have every couple of weeks, one a month, whatever it is. Um, but I think having somebody coach you in that way is probably the, the way that you see the most results. I've got some really cool interviews lined up for this year that I can't wait uh, to share with you guys. So stay tuned for that. Have a great week, everybody, and I'll catch you next time. Are you fully fretboard confident? Do you know where the notes are, how they connect and how they move up and down the strings? My latest book, The Triad Method, is all about using simple three note shapes to completely unlock the fretboard. This book is absolutely full of light bulb moments that are going to demystify the neck three notes at a time. I've compiled a huge number of diagrams, shapes and exercises based on over 10 years of teaching this stuff to make it as simple as possible. Download The Triad Method and see for yourself today. Link is in the description below.